Sister Annie thinks I'm a science project. But you know something? I guess I'm not so average anymore. Hey everyone, welcome back to season two of The Secret World of Cal and Jack, in which Cal and Jack watch Alex Mack. I'm Jack, and joining me as always, it's Callan. Hey Cal. Hey Jack. Hey Cal, you excited to be back on the Mack train? You know that I'm excited to be on the Mack train, Jack. <laughs> I can but I'm glad that you are. By the tone of your voice, how excited you are about being back on the Mack train. And I am very excited about being <laughs> back on the Mack train. Back on that train. Have you missed having Alex Mack in your life? Um, I didn't miss it, but <laughs> but I did, did miss actually me? enjoy coming back more. Yeah, yeah right. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I missed something. <laughs> um, did you miss the segment that opens every episode? Callan, you know what it's called. Tell me what it's called. Chat me with my Mac fact. <laughs> That's right, Mac Fact. And uh, and I did want to say at the start of this episode, season two, few surprises coming up, and here's the first one. Don't you want a Mac Fact? Don't you want a fact? <laughs> New theme songs, baby! That's, um, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I... That's exciting. I'll take it <laughs> That's again. Exciting. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what's super exciting, uh, Callan. Next, a bit, next big surprise for this episode. What's super exciting is that this week's Mac fact has come from a listener. Oh wow! Someone remembered the email. Yeah, I'd like to give a massive shout out to uh, Ian Reshke, who's gotten in touch uh, via our email address, secretwardpod at gmail.com. Um, waded through waded through a mountain of dick pics to get to his email. <laughs> Um, which he very kindly has mountain not. of dick pics is a is an image, and he was at the top of the mountain. And he was at the top of the mountain. He's the king of the mountain. Uh, and uh, yeah, big shout outs to Ian who's who's written in. Um, so before I get into the the Mac fact uh, he sent us, I'll I'll just read through his email because it's a lovely email, um, and I'd like to give him a shout out. So Ian writes. Hey, Kel and Jack, you guys are killing it with your podcast. I'm really enjoying listening to you. Alex Mack was my favorite Nickelodeon show back in the 90s and still has remained my guilty pleasure to this day. I'm so much of a nerd that I have the original board game, uh, in brackets, very confusing <laughs> wow. to play. Um, <laughs> um, and he's actually attached the um, the board game instructions, a uh, picture of those. Uh, oh, and he goes on to say, and I am even working on collecting the entire book series. He's only got nine more to go. Oh, wow. So we've got we've got an Alex Mack super fan on board. So, uh, so Ian has managed to uncover a very obscure Mac fact uh, that took place in 1996. Uh, in the book titled Take a Hike, so part of the Alex Mack book series that he's collecting. The extended universe. The extended Alex Mack universe. There was a sweepstakes competition in the book that offered a grand prize for one person to appear in an episode of Alex Mack, along with some other really mm. cool prizes um, that Ian wonders if anyone has managed to keep to this day. Um, he's attached the sweepstakes form and information and he ends, ends by saying, right now I'm in the process of trying to find out who won the grand prize and which episode they appeared in. I'll let you know I discovered. So we've got, we've got a, a reporter on the ground. We've got, we've got feelers out there. Oh, wow. So, um, so Ian, keep up the good work. Keep up the research and let us know what you find out. So that's the fact, the sweepstake? But we, he said it was in 1996, so it's probably in season three, um, which we're a little way off. Yeah. Um, but the prizes on offer were 
Uh, the, so the grand prize is uh, you, you get a, a trip for three, a round trip for three um, for the winner and a guardian and a friend um, to go and, and see Alex Mack being filmed. Or the, and the, the terms and conditions say you either get to be an Alex Mack or if the show's not in production anymore, you get to meet the actress who played Alex Mack. I mean, I guess as a kid, you'd want to be in Alex Mack. But I think it'd be sick. I would definitely extra, be down for it. I mean, getting the round trip, it's pretty good. But like, yeah. You know, I've told this story before, but I was an extra mm. on an episode of uh, of a show when I was a kid, and it mm. pays really well. It's like yeah, two hundred dollars an hour or something. Yeah, I feel like you don't get paid as a prize winner. No, so I yeah. mean, I guess it's a good prize. The flights yeah. are a good prize, but flights I'd be asking for some sweet coin. Well, <laughs> well, the um the terms and conditions go into a bit more detail about um about prizes and and uh, and that sort of thing. It says that the um. The, it's got the value, the, you know, terms and conditions often have like the cash value of the prizes. Um, so the grand yeah. prize, the flights and hotel and everything, uh, uh, retail, approximate retail value, 3000 US dollars, which is not bad. Oh, yeah. But then yeah, um, aside from the grand prize, there's 10 first prizes of an autographed secret world of Alex Mack baseball cap. So keeping within the hat mm. theme there, that's pretty good. Um, their approximate retail value yeah. is $7. Uh, 25 second prizes of um, an autographed poster, Alex Mack poster, uh, approximate retail value of $5. Third prize, uh, there's 53rd prizes, uh, an autographed copy of the first book, uh, retail value $3.99. Uh, fourth prize, one year subscription to Nickelodeon magazine. And finally, the, there are 505th prizes on offer, offer, which are Secret World of Alex Mack mugs, approximate retail value $3.50 each. I'd have a mug. I'd take a mug. I take a mug. I take that cap, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the autographed book is pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty sweet competition. I wonder if they got a line. Uh, I reckon that. I don't know. I I wonder if it'll be obvious when we get to the episode who the extra is. I doubt it. I think they'll just be like in the background. Yeah. I think what was the name of the the writer? Ian. Yeah. Ian. Well, I think he's got his work cut out for him finding out like who oh, won yeah, and what yeah, episode yeah. they were in. Like, yeah, how right. do you figure that out? <laughs> Unless he starts like hacking into the Nickelodeon mainframe <laughs> or something. He seems like a pretty resourceful guy. I reckon he'll figure it out. Yeah, well, I, I wait with bated breath. So, yeah, that's our Mac fact for today. And uh, and thank you again, Ian, for, for getting in touch. It was great to hear from you. Um, so I guess that brings us to uh, to this episode, the first episode of season two of The Secret World of Alex Mack, The Journal. Mm. And uh, in this episode, uh, we learn that all throughout, uh, since since the the accident happened way back in the beginning of season one, Alex has been um, keeping Annie Annie sort of assigned her the task of keeping a journal, like a scientific record of her experience with her powers and her, you know, how she uses them and how they're developing and that sort of thing. Um, but Alex starts using it as like kind of a personal diary at the same time and like recording her feelings about hot Scott and recording her feelings about her and her sister. Um, so the two of them kind of have an argument about the point of this diary. Mm, journal. Uh, and then there's a mix up with Alex's school bag uh, and the, the journal ends up um, being brought to school and Annie uh, gives it to Scott uh, to give back to Alex because she can't find Alex at school. But then Alex sees Annie and Scott together and Scott's being like weirdly touchy-feely. Yeah. And Alex thinks that Annie's, Annie's cracking onto hot Scott. And, I mean, I wouldn't blame her because he's a stone-cold hottie. Yeah, I, I sensed a bit of 
flirtiness. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't think she was way out of left field, but you know, maybe cool your your jealousy jets a little bit. Yeah. But uh, you, you can't help it when you're around someone as attractive as Hot Scott. I mean, his name yeah. is Hot his Scott. Hot so. Scott. His birth name was Hot Scott. So. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the the there's a there's a new so we 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 sort of meet the the big boss who's one level above Daniel Atron at the chemical plant, mm. who's this sort of mm-hmm. f- faceless faceless man, I suppose, who we see through a, a video chat he's having with Daniel Atron where he um, pushes her to reopen um, studies into the GC161 chemical. Yeah. So uh, so given the pressure that Daniel Atron is under, she does two things. She, uh, she gets Vince uh, to reopen his investigation into finding out who the kid was in the accident in the first place. Um, and to do that, him and Dave uh, dress up as exterminators and uh, go uh, to, to get back into the school to start doing research on the kids in the school. And she also gives George Mack well, a promotion. <laughs> back to the head of the GC161. <laughs> GC161 research team. Yeah, the show makes a really big deal of this and I don't really understand why it's a big deal. I, there was a few things I don't really understand. Is like, why did they stop the research into GCC1C161 when the kid got doused? Because uh, they knew that it had all this potential and it was like a good, what does it do? Like makes you lose weight without having to exercise or something. Yeah, a vanity drug, she calls it. Yeah. So they stopped the research, which doesn't make sense if it's as big of a deal as they make it out to be. And then yeah. also, like, do they know that the kid who got doused in the chemical has had any kind of reaction? Like, they don't actually know that she's got powers or anything, right? No, they don't know it. No, they don't know shit. Why does it even matter to them that much that they find the kid? Yeah, that's a real good question. I guess... <sighs> Yeah, I don't know, actually. And then also, um, why is it such a big deal like when Alex and Annie find out that George has been brought back on to research GC161? They're well, all I guess, like, ooh. I guess it means that they think that the that now that the chemical's a thing again, they're going to want to find, like Alex is going to be, you know, being sought out again like they maybe they thought they'd kind of gotten away with it like they didn't need to worry about the plant anymore because the plant's not interested in gc161 anymore so therefore they're not interested in the kid anymore yeah i guess so now they're, they're back on that back on her trail and i guess maybe if they do more research into gc161 it might make it easier for them to like track her down or something yeah like maybe yeah. they'll find new ways to i don't know scan the area for chemicals or whatever but they yeah. seem to have like tech that they were wearing these um vincent and uh dave dave they were wearing these like face goggle things that mm. i am assuming helped them pick out people who had chemical readings or something which is kind of like why have they not just been doing that from the start well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know it, it, it i i quite like this episode but mm. when I stop to think about it, I don't really understand what any of the stakes are. Yeah. But maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just a Nickelodeon's children's show. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, I, yeah, I, 
I don't know. I don't know. But this episode did seem to have like, again, it was another episode where she doesn't really use her powers to do anything that interesting, except, I mean, she hides in a locker in the boys' bathrooms, which was uh-huh. kind of funny because she like popped out and scared this dweeby guy when he was coming out of the shower. Yeah. That was pretty funny. But Ew, a girl. <laughs> but we've had, but she's hidden in a locker before. She sure has. You know, you know like this is a um, new material. Yeah. Although, um, the opening uh, credits for yep. season two um, have changed, yeah, and now are made up of um, cutaways from both season one and future episodes of season two, mm, mm. and it looked like there was some new what like powers and stuff. It looks like there's a like some sort of ghost. Yeah, I mean, there's there is always the chance that the ghost was in a shitty fantasy. So let's not get too excited. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of shitty fantasies, <laughs> <laughs> there's a pretty, like, I don't know if it's even shitty. It's actually excellent. I was it's so excited good, when this happened. Um, so Vince and Dave are um, back on the case and uh, Vince is a bit stressed out because um, Daniel Atron gave him the hard word. Um kind of threatened him and so he's taking out his aggression on dave and says you know if i don't find the kid then i get fired and imagine what that means for you and uh (laughs) i immediately thought oh my god are we gonna see inside (laughs) dave's mind and the camera pulls in and it does the like ripple thing and i go i actually got really excited (laughs) and it's just dave with like kind of vince's hair and a bit of like more fake tan (laughs) yeah and one of vince's great outfits yeah just walking around dressed like vince in the office and some like goofy music (laughs) is playing and it made me realize that i think this show picked the wrong protagonist (laughs) like (laughs) it shouldn't be the secret world of alex mack it should be the secret world of dave (laughs) the secret world of dave for sure for sure i love every scene that dave is in he really he really ties the thing together he absolutely does. There was a great scene at the end when Vince um, kind of confronts um, Alex and Ray and Annie um, and, and and has this journal. He's managed to get this journal. He doesn't know what it is, but he's got it in his hand and he's kind of taunting them. And then Annie goes, hang on a minute. I know who you are. You're Vince from the Fowlfland. And Vince puts his mask down and goes, no, I'm not, I'm not Vince. My name is not Vince. And then Dave kind of pops up behind them. He's like, what's going on, Vince? <laughs> Yeah, Dave is great. I love Dave. Dave's tip top. And I thought this episode was just like a little bit more dynamic in that it had Mm. kind of multiple plots going on at the same time. There was like a bit of a MacGuffin like chase thing with like who's got the journal and there was like like actual tension and stakes and, and it kind of was just like tight and maybe I'm giving it a little bit too much credit, but some of those episodes in season one were just so like low stakes and low energy. (laughs) Um, And this one had like, Ray like did a little jump on his rollerblades. That was cool. Yeah, it was sick. And um and even the even the subplot with um with George getting the promotion, like it does seem like they're setting up a bit more of a whole series arc. Mm. Like that that he's he's now got a job to do. That'll you know Annie or Annie's Annie's work with him will kind of dovetail into it a bit. And we've also got yeah. Um, Daniel, we've been introduced to Daniel Atron's boss. Yeah, which I like. Yeah. Um, so he, and he's like this, he only appears as this kind of blacked out face on a video screen at the moment. His voice is all like funky. 
So I wonder if there's going to be some big reveal that it's actually like... Yeah, classic Bond villain kind of. Yeah, and there might be some big reveal at the end. It turns out it was Dave. I think it'll probably stay a shadowy figure, but I do like the idea of someone else putting pressure on Danielle. And like, yeah. Because she she's been a bit one note in the mm. first season. Yeah. Um, but it's good to give her another... Because she's kind of like every relationship that she has, she's the most powerful person in the room and she just kind of yeah, threatens yeah, and intimidates. Yeah. yeah, she was a bit She was a bit vulnerable in this episode when, he was, when she was being told off. Yeah, and then you see that kind of like running through to her interactions with other people where she's got more pressure on her. So she's yeah. like a little bit more... Um, she's got a bit more range, which I yeah. think will be interesting to see if they do anything with that yeah and maybe this will just like you know it'll just ladder up with like more and more extended universe stuff it'll be like yeah. john wick to john wick 2 where, where suddenly <laughs> we're like understand how all the receptionists work and you know yeah. how everyone's actually everyone in new york are all actually assassins yeah <laughs> kind of yeah thing. all trying to kill each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but I'm I'm up for some weird law. Well, even in the in the credits, there's like a few oh, scenes. Uh, there's scenes where Alex is getting chased down a big hill by like a big red Humvee and stuff. Yeah. Whereas in the last one, she was just like the last credits. There was a Humvee, but she was just kind of hiding behind it. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll send in like the the um kind of national team, like the FBI, mm-hmm. to Vince's kind of local law enforcement. You know, yeah, the, the big SWAT yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, with some big tech and raise the raise the stakes a little bit that'd be sick i also think maybe the maybe the big bad guy maybe he is more aware of the the potential for gc161 to give the to give someone powers oh yeah like alex mac powers like he's kind of aware of that but daniel atron still doesn't know that as far as she knows it's still this like weight loss drug or whatever yeah but he's got more either more nefarious nefarious ends that he needs to he's keeping secret yeah but needs to push her to to do all this research and stuff on the other end of it i don't think it'll go in this direction but it would be cool if there was like someone else got the the alex mac powers so there was like Mm. the bizarro alex mac bizarro alex evil alex or the abomination to her in her incredible hulk like the venom to a (laughs) spider-man kind of thing yeah right um which i don't think they will do but it would be cool if there was like I don't know one of yeah, the like they, they, maybe Jerry gets powers. <laughs> I mean, Imagine what Jerry would do with powers. They struggle enough to come up with things for one character with powers to do. I don't know what they do with two of them. Yeah, they both just like <laughs> eat noodles in bed or whatever. <laughs> Jerry, oh. I wonder if Jerry's in this season. I hope Jerry's in this season. Did you remember when we looked them up last time? Uh, I no he. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. I think I did see that he appears. Well, thank God. Speaking of people who we saw in season one and might not season, see in season two, um, Hot Scott officially mm. announced um, Jessica Alba's departure from the series in this one. Yeah. yeah uh, Alec, he's, she sort of she sort of just kind of faded away in the last one and she was mentioned occasionally, but we didn't really see her apart from the first couple of episodes. But then early on in this one, Alex is talking to Hot Scott and, uh, and it turns out Jessica has moved away. Yeah, onto bigger and better things. And has been replaced by uh, has been replaced by an almost identical character named Kelly. Very similar vibe. Extremely yeah. similar Scotty, vibe. Hot Scotty definitely has a type. He absolutely has a type. 
I'm just having a look at what else uh, Jessica Alba was in mm. post Alex, like at this time yeah, frame. Right. Yeah, what drag? What drove her or dragged her away from Alex Mack? Something called Venus Rising. Oh yeah, which was a prequel to Jupiter Ascending. No, some sort of weird prison movie hmm. uh. yeah she was just on a bunch of tv shows between yeah, now right. and then and then i think idle hands was the first thing that i remember seeing her in god how good was idle hands i fucking love that movie so oh, do you want to talk about idle hands for like 15 minutes oh my god <laughs> yeah i'm happy to i might actually rewatch it though it's I've, i made this list um when iso first started yeah of um movies between uh, 1996 and 2004, which is yeah. like the golden age of shit cinema. Yeah, right. Um, and I've kind of been working my way through them, and Idle yeah, Hands right. is, is is on that list. I haven't wa- I haven't watched Ooh. it in a few years, but I watched that movie a lot when I was about yeah, sixteen. Yeah, so did I. I wasn't actually I wasn't as into horror movies as you were, but my friend Sam had taped that on VHS off. Um, it must have been on Foxtel or something. Yeah, right. So he had this VHS of it. So we just. We just watch that one all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just rented it from the movie store a bunch. Yeah, right. Can I guess what else is on the list? Um, hang on, I'll, I'll get the list up. Um, yeah, yeah. But bring up bring up movies.docx. <laughs> no, I, are, you, are you on Letterboxd? Have you heard of that? No. It's like Goodreads, but for movies. Uh, okay, interesting. No, I'm not. So it's like you can... Um, like rate the movies that you've seen and make lists of stuff that you want to watch. Yeah, right, right. Um, but yeah, I made. You noticed on, on IMDb, you can make lists on IMDb, and so often, like it's, and they always just pop up on the right hand side. I never really look at them, but I, I sometimes look at the titles, and so often it's a list that someone's made with a movie that I'm. It often pops up like if I'm looking at a movie, various lists that people have made will pop up on the right-hand side that have that movie in them. Yeah. And so often the list is called Movies I Have Seen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess people just want to keep track of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. All right. You want want some titles off this list? Yeah. We've got Blade 2. Sick. Evolution. Do you remember that with David Duchovny? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, With the um, smiley face with three eyes. Yeah, with three eyes. Dude, where's my car? Sick. Can't hardly wait. Yeah. Scream. Mm. Uh, Gone in 60 seconds. Bring it on. Oh, Gone in 60 seconds. These are excellent movies, Kellen. Deep Blue Sea. I was going to say Deep Blue Sea. That was going to be my first guess. Uh, Galaxy Quest. Um, Wild Wild West. Mm, uh, Dark City, Babe, Pig in the City. Oh yeah, <laughs> left field. Left field. <laughs> Pig in the City is the sequel, which is fucking weird if you right. haven't seen it. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, the Faculty, Small Soldiers. That is a good movie. Small Soldiers, good one. Yeah. Um, Starship Troopers, Dante's Peak, Anaconda, The Core. Uh, the Craft, Twister, yeah, classic, classic. Um, Dragonheart. Ooh. Idle Hands, The Wishmaker 2, um, and Reign of Fire. Yeah, right. And Space Jam. Yeah, classics, all of them. So, like, how much of comfort food is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. very good. But, yeah, I, Idle Hands is definitely, mm. um, I think I'm probably going to have to watch that soon. Did I have Seth Green in it? Yes, as every movie yeah. uh, <laughs> between 1995 <laughs> and 2006. <laughs> And Seth Green as, as some role in it, yeah. 
Um, what do we do on the show again? <laughs> I'll tell you what we do. We do a little thing called Hat Chat, and we may have a new theme song. She doesn't have a cat. Her mom's name isn't Pat, but she always will, almost always wears a hat. Alex Pat wears a hat. How about that? She's got a big stripe patchwork fisherman, too. I fucking need a sassy backward like blue. A woolly knit helmet, black and yellow, green, red, one for bear. Yeah. It's Alex Pat's the girl with powers and a hat on water. The Secret World of Alex Mack, tonight at 8, 7 Central, on the only network for you, Nickelodeon. What the f*** was that? So that is... <laughs> it was amazing. So, <laughs> so that's just a little something I wrote and put together in GarageBand. Uh-huh. Uh, no, that was that was a the audio from an Alex Mack um, promo that I found on, um, on YouTube. But the weird thing is, Callan, mm. I remember that song from like the nineties when this was on TV. Do you remember that? I remember, well, I remember the, like, I remember that I had, th- I had this memory. And I think this might've been part of why I wanted to do this podcast. Cause I had this memory in my head of a song kind of in that style that had the line, Alex Mack wears a hat in it. <laughs> like I had this. Re- was it on, did you have Nickelodeon or did you watch it on ABC? Well, Here's the thing. Here's here's why I think I remember it. I I definitely watched it on the ABC. But at one point in my childhood, I was probably ten or eleven or something. My dad, like as a special treat for us, got he got us Foxtel, um, but like the one month trial of it when it was free. Right. So we had Foxtel for a month. Oh wow! And I watched a lot of Nickelodeon. I remember watching a lot of Nickelodeon. So I probably. And it, yeah, it, might, it would have been uh, yeah, 96, 97 or something like that. So it would have been when Alex Mack was on. That's the equivalent of like having a kid now. It's like, all right, kids, we're going to get the one week trial of Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> sit your butts down and watch all of the content because we're not yeah. paying for this. That was, that was pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. And he would have had to like mail back the box though, right? Because back yeah, in those yeah. days, you'd have to get like a special yeah. box for it. I think you still do. Foxtel's weird. Yeah, I, I think really so. Understand. Foxtel's so weird. Do you know there's ads on Foxtel? I know. It's ridiculous. Isn't that so strange? Uh, but anyway, hat chat. <laughs> uh, so in this episode, um, two hats for Alex. I think two new hats appropriate for a, um, for a new season. Yeah. Uh, but not particularly interesting hats. You know what we should do? I think we need to be like a little bit more precise about our hat watching. Mm. I think we need to like mm. make a spreadsheet and track the hats. A bit more methodical. Track the hats and which episode the hats are in and see, you know, mm. maybe then we could get some like pie graphs going <laughs> about the like hat percentages. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and, we, and we could have some some just like a little bit more data mm. this is what this yeah, podcast right. needs is more data, data stronger data robust data, stronger data about hats trends yeah. and analysis this is yeah, what people yeah, come I'm to down. this show for is the the robust <laughs> analysis of our hat you data know, you know what you know what this audio medium piece of content needs graphs yeah, some pie charts that we can explain. Okay, so like with this one slice of pie, that's probably like you're not that hungry, but you're kind of hungry. So, so imagine 12 till 3 o'clock. <laughs> the other slice of pie is like, you know, um, you came home and then you looked down and you're like, oh, wow, I ate a lot of pie. 
<laughs> and the third slice of pie is is like you know, um, there's just like a, when someone says they want they want you to cut them a piece of cake, and they're just like, I'll just have this much, and they're like, just this much, know, just this much. Yeah, um, but you get a bit much. more because you're generous like that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's actually really hard to cut it that thin. So, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I know that maybe you're not that hungry, but like I yeah. can't cut that precise. Yeah, it starts to lose all of its integrity. And really, why is this? Why is this responsibility falling to me? Like, it's up to you to eat the amount of cake that you or pie that you want to eat. Yeah, portion control it. Maybe share your slice with with someone else. Just go mm. in on it, and you can you know share the spoon. Um, Maybe not in these. Well, not 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 these of, days. Of, <laughs> don't don't share spoons anymore. <laughs> not these days, hey. Not these days. No. Um, no. Yeah. So just like descriptions of pie charts like that. I think that's what the show yeah. means. Yep. Yep. For now, we'll have to stick with like vague descriptions of just the hats themselves. Uh, and this one, she wears. I forgot everything about this hat. <laughs> it's just the backwards baseball cap, wasn't it? It's just two. It's just two backwards baseball caps. One's like a kind of uh, beigey. Like uh uh like the color of a fashionable chino. Oh yeah, like the color of a um home computer from nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, 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 that color. Um, and the other one was just a black backwards cap. Um, I think it, I think it had Quicksilver branding on it. Um, but it was only flashed up very briefly. But I thought that's what I saw. Um, and I was looking out, and I didn't see. Interestingly, whatever the branding was, they didn't cover it up in this season, like they did with the with the very well known No Fear hat from season one. Uh, how do you feel about uh, coming back? How do you feel about the first episode of season two, of Alex Mack? In summation, Callan. Um, nervous and excited. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's a lot of pro- it's promising. It shows promise. It's better. I I would say that this episode as like a baseline episode is probably like better generally in quality than any of the episodes in season one. And that's what we said at the end of the last season. Like first seasons are tricky. First seasons are tricky because they've got to prove themselves. They've got a lot to establish. But now, you know, their budget's going to be a little bit bigger so they can, you know, they could pay for Ray to go and get rollerblading lessons so he could do a sick jump down some stairs. Yeah. You know, they've... They've got a bit more, you know, they've had a bit, bit of time to go back over the first season, really watch and be like, okay, this show's slow as fuck. We need to speed it up a bit. They can pay for the parents to give them two kisses on the cheek in their fantasy yeah. sequences instead of just <laughs> one. Yeah. So just bigger, better, and more bombastic, I reckon. That's, I hope it just gets stupid. Like I, I'd like yeah, for it to just yeah. get a little bit weird, but I, yeah. I don't know if it will. I think it's probably going to stay pretty pretty samey yeah but, you know we can hope hey we'll find out 19 episodes to go of this season yeah jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> yep okay great <laughs> so uh on that uh, on that super excited note uh, join us next time for episode two of season two of the secret world of callan jack in which callan jack watch alex mack callan have you had a good time I have, Jack. Have you had a good time? I have. I think we've made a great decision coming back. Uh, So until next time, do as Ian did and get in touch with us on secretworldpod at gmail.com. But until then, get on board, watch episode two of season two of Alex Mack and we'll come back and talk to it in a little while. Until next time, I've been Jack. I've been Cal. My best friend Ray thinks it's cool. And my sister Annie thinks I'm a science project. Oh, nailed it, Cal. We'll speak to you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.